Weird Things is brought to you by patreon.com slash weird things. Support the show. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Weird Things Podcast. I'm Bryce Castillo, joined as always with Brian Brushwood. Hello. And Justin Robert Young. Sup, fam? Uh, this is the show all about the news of the weird, science, all sorts of good stuff. How'd you guys have a very good week? Have a good weird week? Uh, I did. It, w- it was a good weird week. <laughs> I, I saw a goblin. I yeah. tweeted a ghost. Haven't heard back yet. Looking forward to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What did you tweet the ghost? I said, I said uh, 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 congratulations, you just won. DM me for details. Yeah. <laughs> and you're hoping that hoping that that'll like come no, through. Look, yeah. man, can't catch a fish if you don't cast your net. Exactly. <laughs> I'm a fishing ghost. I'm a ghost fisher. I'm a ghost fisher. T-H-I-S-H. Yeah. yeah. Tom Clancy's ghost fisher. <laughs> my dad was a fish and my mother was a rod. <laughs> I think that works. Shouldn't that be Calm soft? down, Dave Chappelle. I think that works. I think that works. Uh, hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to the Weird Things Podcast. Um, I've got some traffic in the weather for you on the nines. Um, yeah. Uh, this is uh, coming in from the NOAA. There's a storm watch. Excuse me. There's a geomagnetic storm watch. Oh, Uh-oh. the sun got upset. Someone told a joke to the sun and the sun didn't get it. And it does the same thing it always get, does. Get Jim Cantori out with a magnet suit. <laughs> So uh, the NOAA has issued a G2 or moderate geomagnetic storm watch for like right now. Right now, it's supposed to be happening midday on the 11th. So wait a minute, hold on. Uh, what what happens? Like mm. does does uh, uh, all your clocks go iffy? And then I, I've uh, never the, 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 wished the, more that I, there was a dimmer switch that I could just flicker right yeah. now. <laughs> like is it something where like like your 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 all your alarms aren't going to go off, but but also the Today Show is going to call it International Day? Like what happens <laughs> yeah. with this? magnetic storm so this is this is basically them saying there's a solar flare that could affect earth this could affect the power grid this could affect satellites out in orbit um it could create visible auroras as far south as new york um that would be the things that could, could be affected if this fully reaches its g2 or well, we don't status. know we, we have no idea what what's going to happen we just right. know that it's a possibility now, i got a question That's go a ahead question. last time you i was very skeptical brian is very scant <laughs> with his crossed arms <laughs> with this solar storm i mean if it's a geomagnetic storm doesn't yeah. that imply that it's an earth storm shouldn't it be like a solar magnetic storm no, I think it's and affecting well, it's affecting our magnetism. That's it is, why it's, it's a, a ge- geomagnetic. That's storm. like calling it a tr- Katrina cane, like just because it's affecting. Wait, no, no, uh, that uh, would be uh, like New Orleans cane. Yeah, there you go. And thank God we don't do that. Landed yeah. it. <laughs> Just like the okay. Katrina cane did. Like the Katrina cane. Now, uh, in 1859, uh, you, we, uh, you might have heard about this. The Carrington effect um, is believed to be the largest solar storm in recorded human history. During that time, bright auroras were visible as far south as the equator, and they were brighter than a full moon. Uh, the Carrington effect took down telegraph systems at the time, and uh, Sky reports that uh, an event of that magnitude today would cost quote trillions of dollars in damage globally oh man wouldn't it be great if it only hit all the crypto bros 
Nobody else <laughs> was affected. Just all of a sudden, everybody who had crypto was like, oh, dang it. We're here at the site of a massive solar flare where just one little computer has been erupted into fire. Uh, so uh, so that's happening supposedly right now as we're recording this. Um, we're when probably, do we know if it's over? Uh, like, like, where do we have a time frame of when, when it's going to... I guess it, it would be I'm, really I'm funny guess, if the podcast ended right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to guess that once the sun is on the other side of the planet, we get about <laughs> of, 12 hours we're of out respite. Of, uh, yeah. We're out of the, the harm's way. Yeah. The, yeah. the NOAA says lingering effects may persist until October 12th, but we should be pretty much through be it. Be on the lookout for podcasts obsessively worrying about what the effects of this geomagnetic storm are going to be. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Yeah. It's his son's problem. What's it doing up there? <laughs> what are you doing, man? Like, we're all just trying to hang out being a real wiener peen right no, now. No, but that, I mean. It's enough with this guy. It's so many so words, but I think it's a good question. So what are we? I mean, we get it. You're at an all-you-can-eat hydrogen buffet. You're all there. Om nom nom nom, pooping out helium. Om nom, eating helium, pooping out iron. Just tired of him. Mm -hmm. The sun. What are you doing? Overrated. <laughs> I think it's an interesting thing. We don't I'd say we put a cage. We should build a wall around the sun. No, we a, don't. Look, a per, I'm not. Lock it all up. That lock it needs to change. I'm just saying. Uh, no, I'm saying we should. We should build a Dyson overrated. sphere. Overrated. No, that's. I'm. I'm. I'm on team Dyson sphere. Because yeah. we like don't effort. have. We don't really have like protection from solar flares. Like, yeah, we don't have. What like do a, we need to do? Should I be wearing a suit? I think we need a big sun shield. For I don't the Earth. even mean like like aluminum foil. I mean <laughs> like Brooks Brothers. Two, like two should piece, I just be piece. looking good if everything goes down? We're just like those jerks at a baseball game who are like reflecting the sun's light back into its own eyes. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah. guys, I'm trying to do a yeah, storm. Yeah, would it help? Would it help if we all pointed a laser pointer into the air at the same time into the would eyes of help? the sun? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one pilot says, guys, I can be really annoying no. too. <laughs> Uh, I have a situation for you. Oh, no. Uh oh Scenario. This is from uh, Jakeem, I believe. Thank you for sending this in. Brian and Justin, you are police officers first at the scene. You are at a home. A woman, Ruth, has called you in about a mysterious rock. Hey, what, listen, what this ain't no man, Ruth. This is a woman, Ruth. I don't want you mixing up whether she's a man or a woman again, or I'll demote you and promote you again. You got it. Uh, a detective doesn't want to get on his boss's bad side, so just agrees. <laughs> That's right. All right, detective, listen. Detective, yes, man. You're going to go in there first. Mm. Also, she's a woman. <laughs> Don't forget that. Go for it. Got it, chief. <laughs> okay. okay. Hi, I'm going in there and talking to Ruth. Hey, Ruth, what's what's happening? So Ruth opens the door. She tells you she went to bed on October 4th. Uh, there were a lot of people in town that evening, so she went to bed early, and she was awoken by the sound of a crash and the feeling of debris on her face. When she turned the lights on, she found a rock in her bed. Mm. I flip open my uh, steno pad and I write, check whereabouts of sun. Uh, <laughs> I, I pull up, uh, flip open my steno pad and write down... Did you call her a man, question mark, and hold it up okay. where Justin could see it? Uh, 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 I, I look Ruth directly in the eyes and I say uh, in a deep, reverent curtsy, 
Milady. <laughs> I am not approvingly. Yeah. My uh, young protege, who's clearly better at this than I am. So, uh, 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 all right. So, what? So, she woke up. There was a rock in her bed. She, she found a damn rock in her bed. Oh, my good God. Look at this rock. Well, all right. Uh, look, I, I, so, she takes you back to the bedroom and she shows you this rock. Okay, first that, of all, that is. This feels like the goddamn roof caved in, huh? Yeah. Okay, listen. Um, first of all, I want to say great job. Great job on on not accidentally misgendering Ruth. Yes. Uh, but but that looks like a just a chunk of tar or something. I think I think if you're going to investigate, and it's not for me, you know, you're on your own journey. I'm just here as your mentor, your superior officer, and the guy who decides whether or not you get promoted. Yes. I think you should focus on the rock. Yes. And not ask her any leading questions about her lifestyle <laughs> yeah. or her name. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right, go for it. Yes, and another yes. <laughs> Gentlemen, uh, can I help you? Can you help me? Can yeah, I help? hey, Ruth. Uh, 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 what's up? What am I sister? supposed to do with this rock, guys? Where does right. this rock come Look, from? I got, a, I got a few questions. All right. Number one, your ceiling. How's that looking these days? Did your ceiling fall in? You look up and you see this hole in her ceiling. Hmm. Yeah, well, that that's seems your like problem. an unrelated <laughs> phenomenon. Yeah, all right. So I'm, I'm gonna go up there and I'm, 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 I'm gonna get my mug right up in there into that ceiling hole. What do I see? Uh, you just see open air. Uh, there doesn't seem to be any other issues with the home. There is just a hole in the ceiling of Ruth's bedroom. Is this uh, in an apartment or a house? Uh, this is a house. A house. So this I is believe. like out into the actual air. Yeah. That this is pointed at. Okay, um, uh, uh, officer, if I may. Yes. You're doing a great job. Yes. Uh, maybe just to establish an alibi. Mm -hmm. Find out whether or not she's married in a relationship, looking. Gotcha. Just. All right. Hey, Ruth. Yes. Uh, uh, well, what's up? You, you swinging free? You know, locked down? You know? What, what's going on? You breeding? Like, you know, what's, uh, what's, what's, what's the haps? <laughs> Well, I, 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 sorry, officers, it's going to take long. My grandchildren are coming soon and I, uh, oh, uh, just, I'm sorry. You were asking about my, so you're, uh, uh, <laughs> you're, 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 you're already uh, out there. <laughs> you already got, you already spread your seed. I'm sorry. Is, this is, is this about my rock? I need I'm help with my to, rock. I'm, look, I got the rock a professional got... uh, investigation. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, I, I think I'm, I think I'm, I think I am not partnered at the moment. question, Ruth. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Ruth, I want to ask you a question. Sure. At night mm. or during the day, you ever hear regular sounds like train tracks, airplanes, wild coyotes, uh, wild e coyotes, mm. uh, uh, you know, a, a, a mech of some sort, mm. uh, sirens, warping sounds, sirens, sounds of creeping, and I mean sirens like both the 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 sound that would be made out of a cop car and, and the mythical the creature that attracts oh. sailors to the rocks. Right. 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 Uh, well, I mean, you know, they got the canyon right nearby. There's always construction out there. Uh, canyon? What kind of construction are they doing out there? I know canyon stuff. No, hold on. I over my steno pad, and I, I write Wile E. Coyote, and I circle it. Ruth, hi. Oh, hello. Uh, I, I, uh, what my subordinate, uh, I think, is getting at yes. is, is uh, what up with this canyon, yo? I you 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 tell me you go ask them. I'm yeah, just no, the person who lives that's, in that's this a house. That's a good point. Listen, uh, 
I'm gonna send you. Why don't you check out the canyon? Yeah. Okay. And I'm gonna I'm gonna just hang out with Ruth for a little bit. You got it. All right. So Seems Justin, like maybe seek. So Justin calls up. So how many grandchildren? <laughs> calls up Kicking Horse Canyon. Yeah. And you find out that on the night of October 4th, they were not doing any blasting or any work at all, but they did report seeing lights and hearing booms in the sky that night. Ooh. Uh, uh, all right. I got a question for you, Canyon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it is me, the spirit of Horse Canyon. Yeah. You're destroying my planets. Let me ask you a question. Yes. What's up with kicking horse? <laughs> uh, those are human words used to describe my incredible majesty. Behold what, what thousands of years of the carving knife of water running through me hath wrought upon me. I am rich in mineral veins and full of human pain. So I you... have stories that shall make you tremble. So what do you call and yourself? goth will... What? what do you call yourself? Canyon. <laughs> Just Canyon. I like to keep it simple. How do you? How? Do, but so let's say you run into another Canyon at a bar. How do you tell each other apart? <laughs> right, uh, <laughs> I mean, we didn't. You're just like, yo, what up, Canyon? Yeah, my Canyon. To be honest, it's been a lonely existence mm. being a Canyon. All right, so all these, like. I uh, was rather flattered to have any name at all before. I mean, I've always said, can you know what, Kicking Horse? That sounds, uh, forgive me, kick ass. Okay. You want me to call you Kicking Horse? Yes. Kicking Horse. Uh, Slow, slower. So you are, uh, uh, you've got a, a mining uh, a facility in you, uh, but they they weren't drilling or blasting. Uh, there was apparently some explosions in the sky. They told me I was full of bitcoins. I don't think that's I right. I hang up on the canyon. I don't even, like, I don't that's know. about I, all that's I, in I, the canyon. I, 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 okay. I my ayahuasca <laughs> trance, and, uh, and now I'm no longer talking to the canyon. Uh, uh, so do you have I, any? I, I go no. I go. I go yeah. to the miners. The whatever that the outfit is. Twelve year olds. It's not. It's not mining. Olds. It's like they're building a canyon. They're building it's, a canyon. It's not. Right, I go to the people that are building the canyon. Uh, uh he hello. Yes, it's me, Mister Mister Horse. Is that what this? <laughs> <laughs> What's up with his name? Uh, excuse me, I think I can feel this. It's me, Mr. Kicking. Uh, <laughs> oh, Jesus, we got both of them. Uh, my partner, Mr. Kicking. Uh, listen, when we first came together, we decided we want to create the greatest canyon this valley had ever seen. And I think we're doing a bang-up job. Just so the biggest hole in the earth we possibly could make. Just long and straight or twisty. Yeah. And it's all rock. It's all natural rock. Super. Exactly. Uh, flashback to uh, the <laughs> two of them. Sharks. <laughs> and flashback. We already pretty much got what we wanted there. All right. Uh, so uh, 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 any last thoughts on what you think happened with this woman and, and, and her rock situation? Okay, wait, no. Can I, can I actually ask questions from the people <laughs> yeah. that make the canyon? But, uh, I don't know a lot about the canyon. The canyon does not. Okay. Yeah, look. We're the, not, I, I we're meant not to have so this much. whole thing of so they, so, Mr. So, canyon, so they Mr. Just, kicking. We're not uh, into the day-to-day -day activities. <laughs> yeah. We're more the high finance level. guys. Yeah. But well, we, did, we just sort of keep <laughs> you the keep checks what? rolling. You ever talk to the actual canyon, though? <laughs> Canyons can't Canyons talk. do not talk, my friend. That's crazy. That's crazy. You flip talk. over the steno pad. Uh, uh, canyon talk? Question mark. Close the steno pad.
uh, all right. I think I'm ready to solve the case. <laughs> but the question's not the kid. The question's the rock. What What do you think, as the first responders on the scene, what do you think happened here with this rock? I think that there was some kind of meteorological phenomenon that created a some kind of hard substance. Like there was some kind of debris or something in the air that threw meteorological meteorological events created a Wait, thing that fell through this lady's roof like maybe maybe uh, enough dirt in the sky that formed like a crazy dirt clod or something yeah or? like some like yeah like 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 dirt hail uh i i don't know is if this dirt is, hail a thing i don't know if this is table talk or not uh, if if we're out of school but 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 are we able to physically kind of touch the rock and get a sense of how hard yeah. it is can I smell uh, what the rock is cooking? Uh, I would say that if if you sent it off to be studied, if you sent this rock to be studied, whatever center you took it to would accept it, I'm sure, and they would put it in a pile with all of their other similar cases. This is, which is to say, this is uncommon, but not probably okay. not very rare. Okay. Uh. 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 uh, uh I mean, look. Uh. Uh. First of all. Uh. Excuse me. Miss Ruth, uh, this has been a delight. I, I can't believe I got to half of first base by holding your hand. It's been a magical afternoon drinking tea, but I have work to do. Oh, um, yes. Yes. Listen. My rock. Yes. It's either got to be a meteor, or I think it might have something to do with that canyon. <laughs> I'm here to tell you that I've spoken extensively <laughs> with both the corporeal and spiritual elements of that canyon. And none of them know. <laughs> okay, so if they, if so they I'm, I'm ruling out the canyon. Here's here's my best guess. Yeah, either some dirt hail that I don't know <laughs> who's or what's of. Yeah, so you're inventing the possibility of dirt hail of dirt hail. Yeah. Or okay, okay. Uh, lightning. Which, by the strike, way, this li is li lightning strike. Fuck, uh, strike strikes a thing, and then debris falls through her roof. Ooh, hold on, hold on. Because you know, have you ever seen what uh, uh, sand that's been struck by lightning looks like? Glass. Yeah, it, mm -hmm. but like dirty glass. Like, yeah, it looks and like not, dirty hail. It looks an awful <laughs> lot like that. Uh, uh, mm. uh, uh, hold on, let me consult the weather service and find out whether or not there was a storm that night. Hello, it's me, the weather service. I'm welcome to my laboratory. <laughs> this will be fun to unfold. <laughs> ah, yes. What, what would you like to know? I would like to know whether or not the night in question when this... Was... Uh -huh. What night was that? Was it a still night? Or was it a bumpy night? That's my, that's my question to you. Is Was there an electrical storm the night that, that this uh, dirt rock came flying? Well, my boy, I'll have your answer forthwith. Let me consult Bryce OS. <laughs> Bryce OS, was this a stormy night or a still night? I'm sorry, I didn't quite get that. God damn it. Now playing the Beatles. Uh, uh, well, there was a shower of some kind that night. There was a meteor shower. Mm. And you got to the... You, you got, it yeah, was it, a meteor shower. All right, well... Get out of my restaurant. Hey, case, case closed on this one. I think we can arrest the canyon. <laughs> so local British Columbia police uh, came to the conclusion that the rock in Ruth Hamilton's bedroom was a meteorite. Ruth has no injuries and says she's had about enough astronomy for one lifetime. She will keep the space rock because her grandkids think it's cool.
<laughs> so uh, do they divulge the contents? Like, uh, I, I understand oftentimes there's a lot of nickel and iron in meteorites. Uh, th this, this, this report did not have that information, which is why I kind of said the research center stuff, because I assume it's going to be common metals and, and things. Right. But it's also probably really low priority for them to figure out what was in this meteorite. But, but, but it didn't hit her, though. No, it did not hit her. No. I, it, it did. Uh, my understanding is that it did crash into her bedroom while she was sleeping. I believe yeah. I believe the only story, this is old intel from like 10 years ago, last time I looked it up, but the, but at the time when I tried to find out, has anyone ever been killed by a meteor strike or whatever, <laughs> the only story was that uh, somebody was sleeping in bed, busted through the roof, mm. hit them in the arm, and he was just like, God dang, meteorites! And then went back to bed. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you have to imagine the like statistical improbability that you would see or be near um, a you know, space rock hitting Earth. Just with how large the Earth is, the fact that most of them burn up, all that. So uh, there we go. There's a little bit of a, a situation. Well, here's something that's always a hit. Ooh. And that's patreon.com slash weird things. At patreon.com slash weird things, you can make sure that this show continues to go. Without your money, we'd just leave. We'd just <laughs> yeah. go away and we'd never come back. So pay us money and we keep showing up. And also, not to make a big deal about it, but we've recently been offered a rather lucrative opportunity with a certain Mr. Kicking and Mr. Horse. <laughs> Mr. Horse. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. So uh, if you want to keep us around, I'm just saying now's the time for a counteroffer. Just a buck an episode. That's all we ask. Mm -hmm. Exactly. In all seriousness, thank you guys. This uh, uh, support is all that matters when it comes to a show like this. An audience like none other and support that we treasure every single day. Patreon.com slash weird things. I've got a, a video here for us. A tourist, Corey Conlon, down in South Kakalaki, caught a video of the mines meeting at Hilton Head Island. Uh, this is uh, this is the video here. What are we seeing? What? This is a alligator. Yeah, that's yeah. definitely an alligator. You can tell because it doesn't have. It's got the wide face. It doesn't have that narrow face that that oh, a no, crocodile that? has. Uh, but what? Something. And that is a shark. Oh my God! Are those sharks? messing with that alligator someone has thrown food i guess a rat into the water near where an so alligator, this alligator is. is just being fat and and hanging out just, just hanging being out. an alligator like just straight chilling taking in some sun oh my god but this, this shark definitely just poked its gooch and and it, it got a little sassy because they're Somebody's throwing food i, on I was about to say the real villain is is the His cameraman man. yeah are you kidding me but uh, the shark takes a takes a little uh, takes a little nibble on the on the alligator there, and uh, these look like good sized, uh, comparable. Like uh, if I was handicapping this this battle, uh, I, they're about the same size, about the same weight, about seven seven six seven eight feet long. So so the alligator is in like like uh, floating in water, like not in in He's not any hunting, kind of like marsh right. area, obviously, because the, the shark is under it. I would give the shark the advantage, mm -hmm. um, but really it's like the, the alligator's just looking for that one moment where it could really like sink its teeth. Because well, if, if it could sink its teeth, the shark would probably run away. Well, usually, don't crocodiles and alligators, they bite down and then they take you into a death roll? Yeah. W don't sharks have gills? So <laughs> wouldn't the sh the alligator be all like, "Ha ha! If got you in my death roll, my killing move!" And then the sharks. If all, we're if we're, if we're in a situation where it's to the death, 
I would say that the shark probably has the advantage if it's constantly going, right? But like the way I understand sharks, if they are seriously challenged, they'll peace out. I, mm. What I'm saying is that it wouldn't shock me that if the, the alligator would be able to do enough damage to the point where the shark's like, this sucks, I'm out. Yeah, I wonder if the shark would be have the the presence of mind to just swim very low because don't 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 alligators like to breathe that's yes. that, yeah that's also yeah uh now that but they'd have to kill each other right like i mean that like like this isn't like whether or not you'd be able to stay i'm uh, to me this is this is more like a schoolyard brawling it's like yeah. uh yeah. you know one of them good natured boys will be boys yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. yeah shark sharks will be gators gators, gators will be, be shark sharking yeah sharks well, if, if, if you like yeah. that, uh, you should check this out. Taylor Soper, also from South Kakalaki, cut this video, and I'll just play this right now. What? Oh, my God. That is, is definitely a gigantic alligator that eating is another alligator is eating a smaller alligator. Eating another alligator. That know, is a big son of a bitch. Oh, my dude. God. It's, it's pretty big. Uh, uh, this is actually oh my God. not super rare. A 2011 study says six to seven percent of young alligators are cannibalized. This is a survival mechanism that maintains the larger gators at the top of the food chain by preying on smaller gators. Uh, the study says that if an ecosystem grows out of its carrying capacity for uh, this that species of alligators, up to 15 percent of younger or smaller alligators could be eaten. So this is a situation where it's like an eat their young kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, um, I, I, especially seeing that video, like it's, it's. I don't. I kind of don't want to play it again. I didn't realize how kind of gruesome it was. I just want to see that big some bitch one more time. Can you just show me one I mean, more he, time? Because that, that was that was that was a chunkus. He looks fifteen twenty feet easy. Uh, yeah. What do you think weight wise that is? Uh, I'd say I can only bench four of them. <laughs> like um, it's um. Yeah, I, I don't know how big gators that's get. The, that's some dinosaur. No, that's stuff. the that's the Mads Mickelson of of alligators. Yeah, uh, alligators can grow to more than twelve feet in length and weigh as much as one thousand pounds. So that's uh, a little bit of skill for you. Yeah, I would I would say that that's probably on the upper end of that or on uh, past the past the the five hundred pound. So mark. how big do you think the small guy is? Yeah. Uh, I mean, a fraction of that, yeah. right? Well, uh, uh, certainly. Yeah, but, um. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, you just got hired. You're my new number two detective. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to need you to go visit Ruth. A fraction of Whatever two Whatever you detective. do, don't accidentally misgender her. Oh, no. Oops. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe... I don't know how a uh, hundred pounds, fifty pounds. I don't know. Yeah, how I, big would, a small I would say yeah, that might, might. It seems yeah. a little bit bigger. <laughs> it's a terrible image uh, uh, than my Weimar honor, my seventy-pound uh, Weimar honor. Yeah. Well, yeah. Not, yeah. So what if a uh, seven hundred-pound Weimar honor <laughs> ate oh, your oh, dog? Oh, That'd be pretty weird. I mean, uh, 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 I, an eleven, an eleven-foot, seven hundred-pound Weimar honor. Here's the worst part: <laughs> is I don't even think that would buy me enough time to get into the car. Yeah, <laughs> I think I would be next in a big way. Yeah, swallowed. Ugh. Oh my goodness. Um. Okay. Here's a here's kind of a historical story for you. Uh, also, wait, I think the real headline here is stay the hell out of South Carolina. Jesus. 
yeah. hell's going on there? It's or uh, if you do, make sure to bring a camera. Exactly. <laughs> Get and and have storyful on speed <laughs> dial. Right. Both of these clips were in the past seven days. So yeah, uh, uh, watch so out. Someone. I feel like we might be seeing some fixed stuff. God, how great would it be if, like, in the middle of cannibalism, uh, alligators it just all of a sudden you see a rock bonk it on the head, and then it turns out that was a space rock. Uh, that would be good. That would be a, collapsing, it, it, collapsing yeah. the universe. That would be a fun Harold style way to tie up this yeah, episode. Yeah, and then the canyon's like in your face. <laughs> Two miners come out where it's like, well, horse, yes, kick. I believe we found it. <laughs> this is the origin story. <laughs> tink, 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 tink. Our, our next story is something out of Black Mirror, uh, maybe Black Mirror Magazine. Uh, this is, uh, uh, I want to show you this picture here while I start to talk about this. Oh, Ruth. Our, do, you, <laughs> uh, do you know about John D, D-E-E, John D? Have you this heard feels of- like a schoolyard joke. <laughs> <laughs> well, little John D was given a chore and he didn't want to no, do it. No, it's like, you know about John D? Who's John D? John D's nuts. <laughs> well, <laughs> apparently uh, I went to a preparatory academy. <laughs> <laughs> so John D was a, uh, an English Renaissance man. Uh, he was sure he was <laughs> he, 25 foot tall if he was an inch <laughs> and traveled around with an alligator the size of New York City. And so he was Gandhi. in <laughs> So he was into uh, math and science and a lot of not science stuff like the occult and astrology and stuff. Oh, but, he's one of these guys. Uh, but this black mirror um, is a, as an artifact that he had had in his possession for a long time that only recently um, have scientists. Uh, discovered the origin of. Uh, w- w- before I describe it, uh, w- w- what do you think about this this black mirror? It is uh, a like reflective surface. It it looks like it's made of metal. It looks like it's designed. It's a, a picture of uh, you know a a, a, a a small bowling ball, like a I don't know a big bocce ball diameter, but it's flat. What what it reminds me of is those dangling targets that you would use, you know, for, oh, for yeah. gun shooting. Oh sure, sure. Justin, what do you think? Uh, to me, it looks like a like in shape. I would best describe it as a Christmas ornament uh, with mm-hmm. with a little hole at the, the top flat. that you would put a a a thing through. But instead of it being round, it is it is flat like a a, a mirror would be. Uh, mm. There is a, a a woman who is looking at it, and it looks not unlike it, you're looking into your cell phone would look, uh, uh, where the only light that's reflecting to it is the most direct light onto your face. The rest of it is pretty pitch black. Yeah. My guess is that I, I almost want to go with what uh, uh, Brian was saying earlier with like lightning hitting sand or something like that, that, that creates mm. a very cloudy yet reflective surface. I see. Uh, well, uh, uh, scientists had long believed that this was a, a mirror of Aztec origin and, mm. and did not really have any means of... Scientists had long believed this was an elaborate prank <laughs> <laughs> and kept looking around and saying, okay, we get it. Well, he was a joke, but nobody ever took credit. <laughs> he was using it for scrying, so that kind of basically did happen. Um, so they, they thought that this might be in Aztec in origin, and new research in antiquity, which is what I'm calling Black Mirror Magazine, uh, does confirm that it is Aztec. Um, so it is made out of obsidian. So a pure, flat, 
black block of obsidian. Mm-hmm. Could could it be that in Aztec culture? I mean, I do know they had a lot of gold and they know how to polish gold. And if what you wanted to do is look at your own visage, you would just probably get a hold of some gold, mm. which they had a lot of. So it's hard for me to want to believe it's just meant as a hand mirror. Uh, that's that's right. These hand mirrors are spiritual items uh, used in, in the Aztec culture. They were used for healing, spirit protection, and for capturing souls. Uh, Aztec deity Tezcatlipoca, um, their name translates to smoking mirror, and they are depicted wearing one of these mirrors. So oh. uh, it's believed that Dee may have heard about these stories of using these mirrors in Aztec culture and procured one for himself. Tez Catley Polka took me on a journey. <laughs> ole, 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 ole. Uh, what was interesting about this is they managed to track down its Aztec origins. Uh, they make it sound like it was pretty easy once they um, uh, uh, could test the obsidian. Apparently, uh, this is what archaeologist Stuart Campbell says from the University of Manchester. The good thing about it Uh, about doing it with obsidian is that obsidian is only found in a limited number of volcanoes around the world. So there are quite a small number of potential sources and we largely know their composition. So once they figured out it was obsidian, they basically blast it with x-rays and they take a look at how the object reflects uh, that radiation. Oh, and that could only be from one of a very few, a handful of sites around the world. Obsidian is uh, is straight up just smoky dark glass that's forged in volcanoes, I guess. No, I think it's, all that it's, a, it's, it's just like a black rock. It's like a yeah. I think it's fast drying lava. But, yeah, but but it's got to be made of something so of ele- at an elemental level or a compound level, yeah. uh, silica, or sugar, or, and spice, and everything nice. <laughs> I mean, whatever normal lava is made out of, right? Molten metals and rocks. Uh, look. We're all experts here. Yeah, <laughs> Let's exactly. just all say it at the same time. Okay. Right. Ready? Three, two, one. one. Whatever loves. they make Gumby out of. John D. <laughs> there we go. We solved it. Okay. Uh, one one other quick story here for you. Yeah. Uh, are you familiar with French astronaut Thomas Pesquet? Oh, my God, dude. dude. Do you remember that time we ran into him at the bar? Pesquet, baby. Uh, he was there with his, uh, he was on tour with. Uh, Pesky's, pes- Pesker's. Is his pesky pesquettes. Yeah. Uh, it was Pasquette and his pesky pesquettes. Yeah. Uh, he did a great uh, uh, version of Do the Twist. That's right. They played four square live on they stage. <laughs> as, is, as was tradition Dunk. at the time. Yes. You're out. No, <laughs> yeah. I'm out. And then they did their famous snake production at they, the end. They did. <laughs> yeah. Where they literally just. Uh, 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 made snakes breed on stage. <laughs> and they all gathered yeah. around with their fists clenched in their obsidian mirrors and they said, breed snakes, breed. Yeah. And everybody was chanting and throwing oui, four square oui, balls. Oui, and, oui. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then at the end, everyone said, like, come like, on, baby. <laughs> Let's do the twist. And they, at the end, the eggs would hatch, and they would say, "Congratulations, it's a boy." And then Ruth would throw down her hat and say, "Maybe next time." Yeah. And then, and then, Mister Kicking and Mister Horse said, "This is the place." And then the canyon would say, "Well, it's about that time that the Weird Things podcast was invented." I'm gonna throw a rock. Exactly.
And then the narrator says, and that was how uh, God cried. <laughs> okay. Uh, here you go. So French. That's astro- all part of the Bible. <laughs> French astronaut Thomas Pesquet captured this image during a recent time lapse. What are you seeing? Ooh, I think those are more meteors attacking the Earth. Also, for some reason, what looks like the Enterprise is dropping them up in the upper left-hand corner. Um, so what part of the world is this? Hmm. Oh, that's a good question. Is that uh, New that York? Looks, it looks like it is over Europe. Over Europe? Is that... You know that, John? Is that Italy? Uh, is that is that the oh, Italian that boot? It does look like the boot a little bit. Yeah. Like oh, wait. So we're seeing it from south looking north. So that would be in the middle of the Mediterranean Sea. Uh, you know what? Uh, it looks like it's close to the Balkans. Mm. And, it, and, and it, doesn't, it doesn't matter super much where it is, or maybe if you, if you think that's uh, helpful in figuring out what it is, but... Uh, 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 do you have an explanation for this bright light here? I don't. Uh, uh, somebody uh, left the bathroom door open, and it's a reflection. <laughs> <laughs> right? Of a full moon. Of a full moon. <laughs> Someone started their laser pointer a little too yeah. early. This uh, it, does, it does look like an asteroid impacting, but that seems so obvious that I'm cautious to say so. Uh, although you can see or, uh, Orion over the horizon. Uh, that's kind of cool. Um, so we've talked about these a little bit before. This is a, quote, transient luminous event. This is a lightning-like activity that takes place in the upper parts of the atmosphere. Uh, basically, it's lightning. Basically, lightning can happen in the different layers of the atmosphere. Um, but uh, a lot of times it's not very visible. And we've actually had, we've actually, like, don't, have a lot of evidence that these have existed. We don't have a lot of photos because, like lightning, they only take place for milliseconds at, uh, at as fast. The, the the briefest of moments. So so in this case, uh, I mean we've we've already seen you know we've seen cloud to ground or ground to cloud lightning. Mm. We uh, what we often call heat lightning is that cloud to cloud stuff. Uh, this is that writ large, very high up in the atmosphere. Uh, well, this actually might not be very, very large. So uh, th- these uh, transient luminous events have a lot of different names and a lot of different classifications. Um, for example, there are, uh, quote, stratospheric slash mesospheric perturbations resulting from intense thunderstorm electrification, a.k.a. sprites. Uh, yeah, girl. Or uh, emission of light and very low frequency resulting from intensive uh, thunderstorm electrification, or ELVs. Uh, they've got transient red optical luminous lineaments, or trolls. Um, there are a lot of names for this weather phenomenon that we don't have a lot. I feel like, man, these are some bored meteorologists. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> looking you, to you rebrand get, A certain level stuff. of specificity and yeah. your artistic license goes up. Yeah. Uh, this the one in this picture is uh, they believe it could be a blue starter. This is um, a starter is uh, the short version is one of the types of these events are called a jet and a jet. Um, uh, I, I don't know enough about meteorology, but it's it's very similar in that it is kind of a, uh, a reverse lightning or lightning going from the cloud up in, in the atmosphere. Uh, and jets are pretty cool because jets sometimes look like this. Ah, Oh, wow. dude, that, that is awesome. awesome. Yeah, it looks like um, 
if, if you're picturing, if you could picture a, a black hole that, that is shooting out, you know, X-rays right at, at the nexus point, uh, that's what it looks like. But from it, it kind of looks like a spectral onion. Like an onion stock? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's got like a sassy headline making fun of Bill Clinton. So that's I'll take one. Uh, that is a gigantic jet that has been seen from Mauna Kea. Uh, Mauna Kea in Hawaii. So uh, that's that's a, an interesting weather phenomenon that was caught in in a time lapse. We really don't have a lot of images of these happening because because they're so rare. Sometimes they happen near thunderstorms. But a lot of times they are not visible from the ground. So um, that makes it interesting. In fact, when uh, uh, Pesquet posted this on his uh, online, uh, he said scientists, quote, were not convinced that they actually existed, uh, despite decades of pilots, air airplane pilots yeah. saying, oh, my God, I just saw this flash of light. And scientists saying, well, I don't have any proof of that. I don't see anything happening. Hey, you going to trust these pilots? <laughs> uh, look, look at me. I believe in UFOs. It's the moon, dummy. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Well, uh, that'll do it, I think, just about for uh, for stories here. You guys got any, got any picks? You want to do some picks? Uh, yeah, I got I got some picks. Um, ironically, it's not the actual Star Wars movies, any of them. <laughs> it is the experience of having your eight-year-old daughter ask you, to share with you for the very first time the the Star Wars movies, and then watching all of the first three, and then her asking, "Are there any more?" <laughs> and saying, "No," <laughs> but then saying, "Well, I guess there might be three more," and that's all. And then uh, and then watching the next three, and then having the moment of putting her to bed and revealing that you have a lightsaber. Highly recommended. <laughs> Chef's kiss. Best experience. Nine out of nine. Sorry, six out of six. One for every Star Wars movie that exists. <laughs> Which three are you taking out? Uh, the prequels? All of them that are, yeah. The prequels? Yeah. So the Disney trilogy's in and the original trilogy's in? Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um, there we go. The, the films of Star Wars. Shown only to Brian's nine-year-old. <laughs> Anybody's nine-year-old, eight-year-old who, who did, asks. How yeah. did they, why did, why did she, how did she ask? How did I have no idea, and I asked no questions. All I know is like, uh, uh, it's like that moment at Ghostbusters. It's like, Brian, when a child asks you to watch Star Wars, <laughs> you say yes. <laughs> nice. Um, my pick is uh, the Squid Games. Ooh, you're a Squid Games guy. Squid Game. You got all, all up in these Squid Games yet? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, uh, I, 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 I bet on all the sports. Inky. Binky. Pinky. Pinky Clyde. And yeah. Dot. Uh, uh, no, have you seen Squid Game uh, yet? No, but I am familiar with the cultural phenomenon of... Uh, uh, Bryce, when you first heard of this, you were like, that's just like that Japanese one. I, I, I did think it sounded very similar to Alice in Borderland, but every time I said that, everyone says, no, it's different enough. So, um, But it, it looks cool. I, I, I only watched like 20 minutes of the first episode and then got distracted with something else. So I would like to get back to it because it so, seemed cool and it does seem a little different from, you know, a standard. So uh, uh, here's the pitch. Bunch of sad people in Korea uh, uh, accept a deal to go and compete in a bunch of uh, children's games. Uh, the first one in 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 the first uh, episode is red light, green light. So you when it's red light, you have to stop. If you move, then you're out. 
Uh, the only difference is, is that when you're out, you're murdered. Oh. And so uh, uh, there's a lot of murder. Boy, if, you, if, if you're sensitive to gun violence, then this is not the show for you because there is a wanton amount of fatal gun violence in Squid Game. Uh, uh, it's good, though. I think, I think it's really good. There's a reason why it's had the kind of phenomenon that, that it's had if you like dystopian stuff. It certainly has uh, plenty uh, uh, for days the iconography uh, of of a really rad dystopian story. A thing that I don't know, and I don't know if it if it if it makes me racist, but uh, I would love for folks who sp- who speak the local language to explain to me what the nexus is in terms of. Uh, uh, Korean, the you know, a, a, a modern because they have their own film and acting like industry, industry, yeah. right? Whatever the differences between, uh, uh, you know, the subtleties between an American style of acting and and a Korean style of acting, uh, on whether or not these performances, which I think are extraordinarily well written, uh, but I have no idea whether or not because it's very animated, especially some of the main characters are like very like. Jim Carrey level cartoony, like, like what? Like, 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 uh, uh, very physical, um, and very animated in their face, and it's like, it's a serious story. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I don't know whether or not, like, I'm enjoying it, but then again, I love that style of acting, no matter what. So uh, I would love to hear from folks who are, like, whether or not this is seen as kind of a dark comedy. Is it seen as as a a thriller where that style of acting is just kind of standard? What like there's expect. just more of an, mm-hmm. an animated uh, element kind of expected in stories like this. So uh, that being said, I was in for the ride so far, and I'm very excited to continue watching. Nice Squid Game. Check it out. Uh, I've got uh, I've got two picks today. Uh, first, I, I've got a little bit of a selfish pick. Um, uh, I do uh, uh, a virtual racing marble racing series called uh, LFG Marbles, and the second season of it is starting on October 17th. Um, if you don't know it, it's uh, a game that we play here live on Twitch. So there are these virtual race tracks, and pe- they're designed for these little virtual marbles, and everyone gets a marble with their name on it. And then we race them, and we see who finishes fast, uh, the fastest. So uh, check it out. Marbles.win is the website, and there's an email list. And I'm really excited. We've got um, we're doing a fun thing this season. We're doing family family days, where uh, uh, on Halloween and on Thanksgiving, instead of doing like all the points and the competitive stuff, we're just going to be playing the game, and we're gonna keep like explaining the rules and kind of keep the language kind of safe, so that you can share it with your family uh, during the holidays. Fun, yeah. Uh, so tune in, uh, check that out. Marbles.win is the website. Uh, there's an email list there. Uh, October 17th is when it starts. Uh, and the first family day will be on Halloween itself? It will be Halloween, yep. Okay. So Sunday, the, the actual Halloween. The actual yeah. day, yeah. So uh, uh, so tune in for that. Nice. Um, I've got another pick here. I started, I, I'm not caught up yet, but I started and am enjoying the Apple TV Plus series Foundation. Um, I I am digging it. Justin, ha, you were watching this and had some concerns. No, I have not watched it. Oh, yet. you haven't. A oh, okay. main did and and was uh, uh, had some had some some notes on mm-hmm. on some of the liberties taken with the with the source material, but uh, but I have yet to get into it. I think the thing I'm concerned about. I'm on episode four, I believe, and what I've liked so far is like it's got a real 
a real fast pace to it, right? We're, we're jumping time. We're going back and forth. We're seeing all sorts of different people do, you know, we're crossing, we're, we're going through the history pretty quickly here. And then we kind of got to this point of like where the time card said now. And I thought, oh, damn, I hope this doesn't really slow down the show a lot. And so that's that's where I'm at. I liked that we were churning, kind of churning through characters. That's mostly what I remember about the first book, to be totally honest. Uh, and, and I don't know where the scope of the series is, but the vast majority of the stuff that I remember about Foundation, the, the entire series, I remember and things happening in the second book. So the thing mm. that I remember the most about the first book was A, the concept being laid out. And B, the fact that whenever I got attached to characters, we jumped like 300 years in the future. <laughs> yeah. uh, so uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see it, though. I, I'm, I'm really liking it. It's reminding me a good bit about uh, or like uh, Raised by Wolves on HBO Max yeah. um, in, in that it's 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 kind of like the opposite of that show. Right. Raised by Wolves is very like individual and micro. Right. It's like here are these four or ten or however many people and they're they're trying to survive where this is about like, you know, this galactic empire with trillions of people. And and, and I, I don't know. I think it's really interesting the world that they set up and the way that they explore it in the show. So yeah, foundation. Awesome. Cool. Well, uh, that's going to do it here for the weird things podcast. Everybody. Thank you so much for getting weird with us for Brian and Justin. I'm Bryce. It's been weird. Where did that rock come from? <laughs>